Welcome to the Bodcast, a honky variety show featuring body academics, the Pacific Northwest's least favorite pop band. Buckle up for some heartwarming banter as we dive deep into bulges, WWE, Vanderpump rules, poppers, and more. Put on your jock straps, grab a Chobani, and let's get into the VOD. Hi. Hello. Welcome to episode two of the podcast. I'm Jeff. I'm Tommy. I just spent two hours trying to be Kingdom Hearts and I want to fucking kill myself. Yeah, you said it was going to take 20 minutes and yeah, it's pathetic. So love you. Okay. So first of all, we're going to start with some announcements. Tommy. So we have the Great American Body Academics Chobani Cruise coming up. And we have some amazing bands. That lineup's going to be announced later in the show, so just keep on listening. In the meanwhile, we have a product giveaway. Um, and Jeff, can you tell us more details about that? About that. So as you're listening to this episode of the podcast, count the times that you hear this sample of Matt Damon crying <laughs> and then slide into our DMs and tell us how many times you <laughs> hear our boy. Whoever gets the correct answer is going to win an amazing poster of the uh, upcoming cruise and uh, some other goodies, I think. Just pay shipping. Yeah, just pay shipping. Just kidding. Fucking asshole. Fucking asshole. Make sure to follow us on Instagram. Follow us on Spotify. Give us a rate and review on all the podcast bullshit because you know how to do that. Enjoy the episode. Bye. Bye. to cut or uncut we are back for a second edition i'm here as always with bijou you look beautiful how are you i'm doing well jeff and you know i can't be more excited to see who's cut and uncut first up we have charlie chaplin charlie chaplin oh vintage peen very vintage peen so i'm gonna have to say uncut and it's funny looking okay so he is uncut yes and yeah, probably funny looking, honestly. I would think so. Like, the foreskin has to have a little bit of personality from such a funny guy. Pierce Brosnan. 007. Hmm. Maybe it's Pierce Brosnan. Maybe he has a little jewel in it. I'm gonna have to go cut on this one, just because I hope that there's a jewel on the end of it. 007 is uncut. Oh, okay. Isn't that hot? That is hot, because, you know, I kind of imagine 007 being uncut anyway. He's British, and uh, it's just, he probably has, like, a nice sausage dick. Yeah, I know. Uh, <laughs> Pierce Brosnan is my favorite Bond. I grew up with him as my Bond. I think it's the age. I, I see him as the Bond, and then Sean Connery is, like, the second. The second filler in. Okay, we're gonna take a quick break to ask the classic question, which Sean Connery would you have sex with? What is your ideal Sean Connery to just like have fuck you really hard? So my personal favorite Sean Connery is actually from a Disney movie. 
Um, it's from Darby O'Gill and the Little People. Have you ever seen it? No. <laughs> yeah, it's it's this like Irish family and they find leprechauns and like the, this old man is on the search to get the leprechauns gold, but um, a banshee comes and terrorizes Sean Connery and the family and all that. Anyway, he's so baby-faced and beautiful. I think it happened like before the 007 movies. Mm. He has such beautiful, thick eyebrows and chocolate brown eyes. I just want to have him stare at me while I suck his dick. <laughs> hot. That's super hot. Right? What about you? What's your favorite Sean Con? Okay, my favorite Sean Connery is Finding Forrester. Mm. I want him to like spot me playing basketball, stare out the window and watch me, and then like somehow invite me back to his little shitty apartment and like teach me how to write and teach me about like American lit and then mm. completely destroy my ass afterwards. Oh my gosh, fresh ink on the page. He's like 70 in that. Okay, what about Tay Diggs? Tay Diggs, uh, I'm gonna have to say cut on that one. He's got, yeah. Have you seen it? I haven't. Did you get a picture of it? No. I didn't. Oh. Do, do you want to Google Tay Diggs dick pic? Yes, let's do it. Come on, Google. No dick pic, but there's him with makeup on. Oh, wait, Hedwig. Oh. Wow, I didn't realize he did it. He's a friend of Dorothy, or a oh friend of gosh. a friend of Dorothy. A friend of a friend of Dorothy. Oh, look at his chest, though. Damn. All right, Tay Diggs, you're on my list. Christian Bale. I'm gonna go cut. He's uncut. Wait, how uncut. surprising. There are a lot of white guys that are cut, I feel. Right? A Christian Bale is not an interesting choice. Who the fuck did I choose Christian Bale? <laughs> He's Batman, right? Okay, so the final one that we have is Weird Al. Weird Al. Mm, I'm probably gonna have to go with Circumcised. Okay, so I actually don't know if he is, so this is all just like, kind of like fan fiction shit. Maybe he has one that is like a transformer. It goes between cut and uncut, and it's like yeah. kind of accordion. Yeah. <laughs> to fit along with it. That's totally me. Although, Weird Al is so corny and nerdy that I can't really imagine him having sex. Like, none of his songs are really about having sex. I listen to Weird Al, like, my whole adolescence, and I have never thought about Weird Al in sex, like, at the same time. Right? It's ever Weird in my whole a life. devoid of sex. It's like a safe space to just be non-sexual. What do you think, Jeff? Should we pull the audience? We should pull the audience. Okay, so everybody that's listening to the podcast, hit us up on Instagram with a DM. Do you think Weird Al is cut or do you think Weird Al is uncut? And next week we'll come back with the answer. I hope. I hope. <laughs> I really do. I'm going to call some people. All right, that's all the time we have on Cut or Uncut. It's been a pleasure. Bye, girls. Featuring Weedus, Slick Rick, Danny 
Glover, Nick Foley, and Leonard Nimoy in David Duchovny's directorial debut of Waiting for Godot. The Club Chilaquiles Brunch Dungeon featuring Tony Braxton premiering a song cycle based on the life of Abby Lee Miller, French Stewart, and the Magic Flute. And don't forget about the wrestling. We have cage matches featuring the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills versus the Real Housewives of New York in an 8-on-8 Hell in a Cell match. We have Hornswoggle versus Psychosis and a Poppers on the Pole match. Finn Balor versus John Cena in a first-come match in the main event. A pudding match playing Jeff Goldblum, Jeff Sessions, and Jeff Beck against Jeff. Jeff Fox for the Jeff Gordon and Jeff Hardy for the Chobani Tag Team Championships. You don't want to miss this. This is the final roast tonight. This is the final roast tonight. Welcome to Coco and Tommy's Bachelor Recap. I'm Tommy. I'm Coco. So I've been watching The Bachelor for a while, off and on, since Emily's season. Through Emily, I met Ari, and then through Ari, we met Becca, and then Tommy and I watched Becca's season, and then... We met Colton. So we met Colton, and now we're living through Colton's season. So if you don't know, Colton is a virgin. And they made it very clear in the premiere. How many times? There were 21 total references to Colton's virginity in the premiere alone. Yep. Um, so we made it very clear he's a virgin. Um, that's definitely a hot subject that all of uh, the contestants this season have to deal with. It's very cute. Um, so in between shower scenes of Colton, because how many shower scenes were there? They probably used the same shot like two or three times, but there were five instances of Colton yeah. either shirtless or in the shower. He's a former football player. That's his whole big thing, besides being a virgin. Um, also, in the premiere, we had a weird tribute to Chris Harrison. It was honestly really cute, because honestly, my favorite part of Bachelor Nation is Chris Harrison. And the way he says final rose tonight is so stoic and beautiful. He's more than a host. This is the final rose tonight. One of the contestants uh, that is vying for Colton showed up dressed as a sloth and oh spoke God, all yeah. of her lines really slowly and it was oh interminable. I am so Yeah, it just made the premiere so long. There, I have a quote from you actually. Where you said, this is why this is three fucking hours long. It's, I was just gonna say that. Yeah, it was so long. When people show up in costume, when they get out of the limo, usually it's like, it's really fun. It's a fun gimmick. But then to keep it up for that long, especially after, was insane to draw that out that long. It was so... So long hard to watch. Hard to watch. Okay, episode two. The biggest thing that I took away from episode two is everyone's just digging out Colton's eyelashes. Like he's just apparently like shedding eyelashes, and everyone's just like touching his face. Yeah, it was really gross. Like I didn't know if they were like picking out his eye boogers or his eyelashes or something. They're, yeah, let me just let me just touch your eyes to like make this less awkward. Third episode. Yeah, we're on the pirate date. So the pirate date opens with Colton saying, Hey, you knuckleheads. 
No, my favorite thing about the episode is that Demi throws yes. a chicken leg on the stage. Yes. And that... But yeah, they're definitely positioning Demi to be kind of one of the main villains. Yeah, I think after Catherine didn't work out as a villain, they really just like dug into Demi. But also I think she's just like, she's super confident. She just like doesn't care. Like her mom's in prison. She just doesn't give a shit. And that's fine. I don't think she's horrible. It's just mind-blowing that the other girls are willing to sit around and wait until, oh, they think it's a good time. Like, no, go get them. That's what I would do if I were them, and that's what I have been doing. Colton kissing is kind of gross. Um, like does. he's trying to catch food falling from people's mouths. <laughs> yeah, he's trying to like ba reverse baby bird shit out of people's mouths. Like he's trying to reverse baby bird their saliva. Like it was only last in Bachelor in Paradise where Tia taught him how to use his tongue. And now he's just using it to like scoop out raisins. Yeah. Um, and then I just like, I hope to God they use plastic glasses in the pool because they're all oh, they wasted. No, they're, there's a, like they're finishing their drinks and jumping in the pool. It's plastic. Okay. Yeah, for sure. I mean, the Bachelor Mansion maybe did burn down, but like it's not, the pool is not full of glass. No. Well, who knows? Maybe. I have faith in Chris Harrison. He would not love that happen. Maybe he makes C-class with it. Episode four. Okay. I had flashbacks to Ari's season because of the shopping. So Kaylin got to go shopping. And Colin at one point says, I feel like I look good in a fedora. Yeah. It's like, no, nobody looks good in a fedora, Colton. But Colton, he can believe it. I don't know. I mean, I was pretty distracted in this episode because of his date with Kaylin, because they talked about some pretty extreme stuff. And I think it's super cool that she brought that up on TV. I was like, I mean, whatever, Colton's Colton. But for her to tell her whole story of what happened to her and like reliving her assault and that's a lot. And just for that to be on reality TV is crazy to watch and cool and yeah, I mean The Bachelor's like, it's, it's a horrible performative reality television show, but to have someone like even just recount what happened to them and bring that up on national TV is like really cool. And she's super strong and that doesn't make her deserve to marry Colton because that's insane. Anything else? Um, yeah, there's just all that stuff with Demi and Courtney and like Demi called Courtney the cancer of the house. I know, it was just so boring. It was really boring. I don't I even really like, want to go into it. I mean, it. it's not going to last long because Courtney's gone already. Yeah. It already is resolved. Um, I don't want to talk about this long because I want to get into the, you know, whatever yeah. else I want to talk about. But uh, Courtney, she is the like the cancer of the house. I mean, I think it's just interesting she, like, that me. Demi's still around because uh, like, like, who's gonna be next? Who's Demi gonna take down next? I honestly feel like she's probably not long for the show. Mm, no, because it seems like Colton's really does not like drama at all. Mm -mm. He can't handle it. I think he's gonna go for Kaylin in the end. But we'll see. Yeah. Okay. All right. Thanks for listening. Bye. This is the final rose tonight. This is the final rose tonight. This is the final rose tonight.
So Jeff, I've been thinking, we should probably add a new segment to the show. Weird places we've wanked. Well, I've jerked off in some really fucking weird places in some really fucking weird situations, so I think that, that sounds like a great idea. Right? We all have a story to be told, or stories. Absolutely. So I think my weirdest wanking story is actually from 1999 on a family road trip uh, to Colorado to visit my aunt. We were driving a Ford Expedition, so that has a, a back bench seat. Uh, so I got my own section, my sister was in the middle section, and my parents were in the front. So we each had our sleeping bags, and you know, I was killing time with reading the newest Harry Potter book, which I think was the Chamber of Secrets, and playing my Game Boy Color special Pikachu edition, I do remember that I was horny as fuck and I had to jerk it, so I definitely came and ate the cum out of my hand so there wouldn't be any evidence all while my sister was sleeping right in front of me and my parents were trying <laughs> So That's so great. So yeah, what about you, Jeff? So when I go on tour with body academics, I always forget to jerk off. And we'll be staying somewhere and Tom comes out of the shower and he's like fucking smiling. And I'm like, God damn it. I like always forget. So we were like in LA and I really, really had to jerk off. Like hella bad. And so I went to LA Community College to go find a nice, chill, comfortable bathroom and everything was locked, I couldn't find anything. So I ended up walking to Melrose and finding a McDonald's. <clears throat> and I go in there, I just immediately pull out my phone, get in the stall and I start jerking off. And I'm like, I'm soft and I'm like about to come. Even, it's just been so long. And then some guy comes and he fucking knocks on the door of the stall. And I just immediately, I just start coming and I turn towards the toilet. I just like come all over the toilet seat and I just like pull in my pants and like put my head down and I just like walked out of the bathroom hella fast and just like went back to the show. Oh my God. And, but I came all over the, I like, <laughs> I came all over the toilet seat. I just like, I bet the next person is like, oh my god, little twink boy just came all over the seat. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't feel bad about it, but yeah. And that's Weird Places We've Winked. We'll, uh, we'll be back with more jerk-off stories on episode three of the podcast. Thanks. As a hardworking go-go dancer, my job can get tiring, tough, and downright gritty. Sweat stinging my eyes and bachelorettes getting handsy. Sometimes I just need a break from it all. That's why during a long shift, the boys and I gather in the basement, get in a circle, and chug a Jobani. We love the familiar smoothie taste of fruit purees pirouetting in the perfect high-protein Chobani Greek yogurt drink. It gives us energy all night and makes the morning a whole lot easier. And with the Chobani for Dancers subscription service, you can get your favorite flavors delivered straight to the club that you work at. No running to the corner store on your 15, just get straight to the goods. New subscribers get our add-on, Hummus for Drag Queens, completely free to distract the girls while you and the boys crack open a cold one. Don't let anything get in the way of you and your yoga. Chobani, 
It's the way it feels in your mouth. Holy fucking shit. And now, a remix of the Body Academic song, Take My Place. Talking